TV8 by dinner is an attempt at demonstrating intellectual civility while discussing popular entertainment. So we're saving the galaxy again? Yep. Awesome! We're really gonna be able to jack up our prices for two-time galaxy savers. In the year 2007 AD, DarkCrazy.com launched the last of its eight-dimensional probes. Theorizing that the teachings of popular culture could save the world, Dr. Shang, but Gilberto stepped into the TV Ate My Dinner Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself in a dimension not of sight but of sound, trapped in an imaginary non-space called the Inner Webs. His only guide on this journey was Greg, the gruff co-founder of the project, who appeared in the form of a voice Sean could only sometimes hear. While lost in non-space, they joined with other explorers who were adrift on the seas of fate, such as Hazel Lynn and the mighty Mandru. I am Bron, an artificial intelligence from the 8th dimension who has chosen to join their crusade, to combat the growing toxicity and negativity that threaten to corrode the very fabric of the internet. We've been running ever since, striving to point out what once went wrong, in movies and TV, on a never-ending struggle to suddenly civilize the information age. In the continuing voyages of a make-believe space coaster that's inexplicably known as TV Ate My Dinner. You're listening to TV Ate My Dinner. My name is Sean. I'm sitting here with Andrew, Greg, Lynn, and Megan. But Wonder Woman has actually been half and half because she had a good TV show and then the Justice League movie they were going to put her in tanked, but the but who they had lined up to play her looked cool. People look back at those pictures going, see, it was going to be perfect now. Like they do when every time... Like, you guys hated the idea that movie was about to come out, just like I did. And now that it, this other crappy one is coming out, you're like, maybe that one was amazing. And maybe Superman Lives would have been amazing. Like, Shut up! No. Is that Nick the Nicolas Cage, Cage one? Yes. Yeah. I wish uh, they would do these. No, 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 no. <laughs> I wish they would do those. But the problem is that they can't risk having people not watch any more movies because they took a chance on something. I wish, retroactively, I wish they could have made that movie because it would have been amazing Genius. to see. But I can't risk there being 10 years of no Superman movies or 20 years because, like, what about that Nicolas Cage thing? Because that's what happened just when they almost made that. It's like putting nipples on a bat suit, Sean. Yeah, and how long did it take for us to have Batman back? Not as long as it took yeah. Spider-Man to recover when they made a bad one. Bad ones every two years. Well, and we're still I, but they retooled. He stayed in development at least. Like Batman and Superman were just marked from the books for a while. Oh, because I don't think there's anybody at DC like a Kevin Feige type character who really understands the thing. They don't have a story group at all. Shepard. Well, the the problem is they made the problem with the DC thing. The recent DC stuff they made Zack Snyder be that. And it's like no. I was talking to somebody about we talk about this too because Lynn's watched it. Your edit, the BBS edit, and I was just kind oh, of yes, explaining to him it. why even just in in BBS how the, there's so many great storylines that are there already, like with Batman and like the one the Batman storyline in that as well. Don't show him killing anybody. Don't let him kill anybody. 
So the whole point is that he's getting feeling like what Alfred says. He's getting this is how good men become cruel. He feels powerless and he starts getting more and more aggressive and he gets to the point where he almost kills Superman. It's a great, subtle, like it's just a nice storyline and it makes sense. But to crank it to eleven, we talked about like Zack Snyder is not a yeah. That's it because you this is your theory. The Zack Snyder is not a um he's not a bad director. You put him on something like three hundred, which is. Dude, bro, yeah, that's that type a, of movie. It works perfectly. That's what he is, though. Up man that's his meat. thing. He puts <laughs> he puts that on everything. So in this, it's like, oh, that's a cool subtle line, but like idea with Batman. Oh, cool. Actually, like Superman could be having some subtle issues and like blah blah blah. That that could be better on paper. Maybe it is because you see those storylines in there. You see it in your edit. But then you go, dude, bro, you know, we make this badass if he's like stabbing people and stuff. It's like, no, that's, that goes against the character of what you're trying to point out. It's like, never mind. I actually don't have a never problem mind. with the stabbing. It's the, the homicide that I have a problem. If you want to show him on the well, edge, but you know show what I mean? him, they, but there's no, yeah, show him hurting people. But there's no attention to those characters. That's what I'm saying, though. You know what I mean? The characters are so broadly. And he, like like we just talked about with Guardians, how with Rocket or even like with Star, like with Peter and all those things, the, the, the beats and Yondu, especially in this one, the beats are so well, subtle. You gotta, you gotta benchmark that and stuff. And even the moments are how so subtle. How are we supposed to know that this is Batman say, on the edge when he's acting like a maniac the whole time? We don't have a known good to go to. The fact, if you can sell your movie and the, the whole movie pays off emotionally with one line, like the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, when he says, he may be your father, but I'm your daddy, that's <laughs> the moment. That movie becomes like, oh my God, this is Yondu's thing and that's it. That, if that's, that's what character work can do. And that movie, nobody can say one line to make that movie better. No. You it, know what I mean? Nothing You make it better by cutting all the lines out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just everybody shut up or maybe we can make this work. So that's what he's just so dude, bro. So while yes, the the, I the they might add. They're everybody's like, well, they didn't have humor. It's too dark. I don't care about it being dark. I don't care about not having necessarily having humor. But you're making it badass. Mm -hmm. And so they added a bunch of humor to that trailer, and I watched it again. It's like, yeah, it's some funny parts in it, but it still looks like badass. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want it to be that. That's the part I don't want it. To be. Well, that's the thing that makes me mad is people keep saying. People can't deal with this interpretation. It's like, well, no, we knew that was what it was going in. That's not the problem. It's the problem like, is it's bad. It's just like Brian Siegel. People didn't like my take. No, it was bad. People went, they saw your take in the trailer. They went to the movie. You don't get darker than Dark Knight. This is Dark Knight is darker than BBS. You know, even it's like, I like dark. I don't mind it getting dark. Yeah, it's all about context. It's just you treat all the moments like it's just energy drink and fueled or whatever. That's <laughs> what it feels like, you know. All right then. What did you like? What did you think of the edit, Lynn? I think it uh, was very well done to highlight all the flaws in the original movie. <laughs> because when you watch the edit, you're like, <laughs> where, where? you're like, what? You know, this I actually watched the sense. edit too. So, and I thought, yes, I did. Oh, did you? Greg's and still here. I, Hi, Greg. Yeah, I'm here. Greg, I, I didn't catch Greg it. watched something? <laughs> yeah, I haven't Greg seen it. Greg didn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy, so he's been a little quiet. <laughs> well, yeah, and, but I, I wanted to be on because nobody ever freaking asked me to come on. They do shows without me, so I wanted to, like, you know, <laughs> come on on this one. I'm uh, not sure how you figure we all get together secretly to plan these shows. <laughs> it's been the same format and forum. For like almost in our tenth year now, just saw one on Facebook. You and Andrew did one without me about summer movies. I was like, I watched all those trailers. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, 
I did. I I actually liked your version better. Yeah. Um, I mean, mainly. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, it's because you took out a lot of the Wonder Woman stuff. Oh and, no, uh, I love Wonder Woman. I, I hate. I missed her. I didn't I, I cut didn't it out. Though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's she's not the like best a, thing about that movie. Huh? But it if. But why are they there if she's there? She doesn't need them for anything. Even in Fighting Doomsday, she cuts his hand off. She's got him done with the rope. She never takes one lick from she, him. She totally there's nothing in that the scene that... Uh, exactly. Yeah, there's I mean, nothing was... there that explains why Superman has to sacrifice himself if he has her there doing better than they are. It was, it was obvious that they put her in there to because they're going to do a movie showcase with her. Yeah, the showcase. Yeah. And, uh, that being said, I, I did find her one of the more interesting like parts her. of the movie because everything else was so bland and boring and she actually seemed to have a character and everyone else was just like, I'm so grumpy. Well, she is the best part yeah. of it. But it she's not she just there. makes them all look stupid even more so for her being there. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. well, why can you make... Why, why are you guys like this if you know how to write a character? Well, like, and, she, and she, she only... Also, I mean, like, she only comes in really for the fight she doesn't really do any serious investigating or anything in the movie to well she's just there to watch some videos so that all she does is plug the other movies we're supposed to be watching so she's there plugging her own uncinematic way (laughs) ever and then she starts showing us trailers for another movie that's not even her movie it's like i thought you were here to plug your movie that that scene makes no sense in the context of that movie and the biggest thing people complain about but it's those stingers it's like just make that the stinger and it would have been amazing it would have been fine that's all you had to do if it happened Uh. after the credits Instead of yeah, in the middle the, of the emotional climax of the film. It happens when Superman's going to go after Batman. They say, okay, I'm going to go get him. And then they cut to her watching movies. Like, oh, like, my what God. is happening? But one thing it really did highlight for me, taking out all the stupid stuff with Superman overseas and everything like that, it was uh, how Superman really doesn't do a lot in the that movie. He hasn't got a lot of action. Like he, All this stuff is done to him, and he just sort of reacts poorly but doesn't really do a lot in yeah, the face of it. He just gets really real. sad. So when you try to his find only agency to... at all is that he kind of is annoyed about this Batman thing. Yeah, he that's sort his of whole arc to, in the movie. Tries to go investigate that. I'm like, with all of the massive things happening to you right now, why are you focusing on work. one? It just doesn't one guy work. Over here. That, that should have been like it doesn't work because it, and the Luther stuff doesn't work. It's a premise that's based on that Dark Knight Returns and Superman's an ass in that. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make sense if you're going if you want him to be somebody we relate to. Like them fighting. If the whole thing had been Luther behind ever. the scenes and pinning it on Bruce, that might have worked. It might have you might have had a reason Maybe. why Superman was yeah. going after him because he would have been like, "Oh, yeah. you've been the one getting all this kryptonite. You've been the one doing all this stuff." Like he killed your mother. Or yeah, something. if he had pinned the whole killed, like, okay. the whole storyline, he blew up the parliament. He did all this stuff because he's a vigilante. Then you could have put those together, and then at the end, he, if he if it hadn't been revealed, it is. Oh, our mums have the same name, so now we're besties. If it had been to reveal that I wasn't the one doing it, it was Lex. They would have had a reason to stop fighting. It just makes him, yeah. That way, and you, you could still have had get Lois come in and do that cause... reveal. Oh, by the way, it wasn't Bruce. He's the patsy. He's trying to get him killed so that he's because he's the only one other one smart enough to figure it out. Then Lois could have been useful. Yeah, yeah. You have Lois come say that to him while he's weakened from the kryptonite thing, and you have that. That's one of the best things about Sean Zeta. I said the last time is that is that. It's so subtle. If you just take out it's Martha, Martha, and you just yeah. he's about to kill him, and he sees flashback to the murder, you're like, "Holy hell, that actually that, works." That works it's better. like him just saying, "Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person." You know, that's why if you have him not kill people before that, which is good, it makes sense because you're like, "I've never killed somebody purposely," and I don't, you know, I'm trying to, I see I'm becoming exactly why you know the reason I've started doing this. So 
And then you have her saying, yeah, that makes total sense. I liked how it also focuses more on Alfred because there's so much less extraneous stuff and you can really mm-hmm. get the feel of those Alfred scenes, which I, I really enjoyed. <laughs> well, that's a funny thing. not like Alfred, we're going to have any kids. In, in any version yeah. of the movie, Alfred comes up first off and says, here's the thesis of the entire film. And then he goes haywire. But he says it right at the beginning of the movie. It's like, if you don't, yeah. if you don't get your act together... You know, you're going to lose your mind. You're going to become the thing you hate. Can I? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why it lays out that perfect plot for Batman, and they just totally screw it. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Can I ask, um, what what year did this movie come out? Uh, Because that is uh, the exact moment my life went off the rails with Sean. Uh, Just a little (laughs) over a year ago. Was it just yeah, over a year ago? Actually, kind of the last time we had heard from Sean. I mean, like because <laughs> from that moment forward, the whole context of our life became Batman versus <laughs> Superman, and how it's, it, it affects though, us, and fair. how to fix it, and how to repair the rift in Sean's the universe like, that it's created. Me, Megan, I actually did consider an intervention because I hadn't so heard it's sort from of him like, in a while. And, it's, you know, it's like our, our lives turned into PBVS and ABVS. <laughs> so, Greg, we could just refer to it that way. Okay. <laughs> PBVS, yeah. things were one way, yes. and now they're definitely ABVS. He seems to be relatively back to normal now, so just... We can't, okay. we no, can't. no, because we're still. Are we still talking about this? But this is the cathartic. We've come back around, it's and now been, we're talking. Oh, about Jesus! God, how long will we be in this cathartic state we where we continue we God help you to, to chew this shit over and over? <laughs> I said, wait till justice. I said, comes oh, out I can't take it. What if we cut it together and actually use scenes from Suicide Squad? To uh, use oh oh my God! That'd be an interesting monster of a movie. What if we? put like two shitty movies together <laughs> how, would that make how many movies movie? have you cut into this trying to fix it mostly just the one i, I, no, used, you I used, used a couple of when the main cut it's like four movies so far no not true you yes, guys have seen BBS. the final cut but the first cut the ultimate only used scenes from and then superman uh, if you're talking about the, yeah the, yeah exactly i use no, like four movies now trying no. to fix this thing I only used the, the the ultimate cut though. I didn't use a different cut. Batman, the ultimate cut, and then you used scenes from Superman. What's Batman? What are you saying? BVS. That's what I used. The ultimate cut of then that. Then the ultimate. No, I didn't use both. You versions. used the I first only... one. You started with the first one. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I started oh, after Sean, that. Sean, you've been working on this for like three years now, man. <laughs> it just feels like it. <laughs> yeah. If we got so this, how's everyone this else together, going? Uh, stronger. How are the kids doing, guys? Uh, doing okay. <laughs> I, co- I coached my uh, daughter's soccer team this season. Did you win? No, not a- well, I won one game. Don't want to hear. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I can't you're, remember. You're not I a winner. Watch. I don't care. Talkins for yeah. closers. <laughs> I did get cussed out by a parent though, which is awesome. That's oh my nice. god! Did you make someone cry again, Greg? Hmm. Yeah, well, yes, I did. <laughs> so, did you put him on? All you need to do is put him on YouTube. A, put him on YouTube. I made a little girl cry. So, oh, uh, shame, uh, Greg. Actually, I made actually I made children the whole cry season every was day. sort of a, a whole like a series of various girls crying. <laughs> did you see uh, Fast and Furious? That's how we do it in the Stark House. That's right. 
<laughs> Fast and Furious 8, The Rock, they start his character. He's coaching a girl's soccer team. He's like, take no prisoners. <laughs> you will defeat them and pound them into the ground. <laughs> and all of a sudden, what Greg does. Now, it's, it's actually kind of interesting. Strike first, you spend, strike hard. No mercy. You spend the whole week teaching these yeah. girls how to be nice and friendly and courteous and all that. And then on Saturday, you go tell them to rip their face off. That's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> Show them no mercy, for you shall receive it. Yeah, does not exist on this soccer field. In the studio. Go, my God. That would be awesome. <laughs> he just wear a black gi for no reason. Like, so I would just, love just walk around. I was like, what is he wearing that? Any this opportunity, if karate. I could wear that outfit, I would. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeveless black gi with the cobra on it. Yeah. What a creep. Yeah, really. I had a buddy yeah. at work. I don't even think he works here. I had a buddy at work that had to wear like a, a boot because he'd sprained his ankle or whatever. And he got tired of people asking him, like, what'd you do? And he, oh. he just started going, uh, Cobra, Cobra Kai. This swept the leg. What he should have done is just worn moon boots. Yeah. So you couldn't see the cast. <laughs> at least that way. Or he just does that and they ask him, what happened to your foot? You're like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. When? I always say, oh, I got that numb. <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to feel like when I'd walk around on a cane. Yeah. It was always the same. You don't thing. know, man. You weren't there. Scorpion. <laughs> oh, so yes, your cut was, was good. I'm I'm sorry it was such a uh, trial on your relationship. It was a trial Greg, on our Greg, relationship. we moved away from that. We deliberately moved away from that. We're not going sorry. back there. You have to... Prove yourself right. Sorry. You know, that's the important thing. <laughs> I'm not going to see another Transformers movie. You just can't make me do it. <laughs> uh, are you really going to see no, that? I don't know. No. I might have to see it. Maybe I should watch it and just tell you guys about it, and that could be our campaign. Mm. That'll be just the same as every I other episode. If we're going to... It's like mean, honestly, I, 10 I, years I was, after we started making this show is when that movie comes out. That's like the only reason I'm considering it because the last one I literally fell asleep in the well, theater for. And I looked at this one. Watching other days episodes are always funny. They said this one's like third, almost thirty minutes oh, yeah. shorter. What do we call right? it? Drunken download. So maybe <laughs> they, they all even blend together. I have no idea what the Transformers storyline is. Yeah, the second, third, and third yeah. ones blend the together. One Once it, Marky on Mark the moon or the one with the dinosaurs? <laughs> like, no, this is where King Arthur fights the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in the pitch session. Oh, I saw the like, trailer for the new King That's Arthur the entertainment movie. we're missing. That looked interesting. Oh, God, I, I want to be in the writer's room. I don't want to be in the theater. There is no the writer's, writer's room. room. That's the problem. No way. No, they have that a story like room the now. freest space of thinking ever. It's like, guys, there are no bad that's ideas. This is a that's safe what's place. weird about this one. Just like the Kong movie, this one has a story group now. Like Robert Kirkman's in the Transformers story room. And they are cashing oh. checks, I'll tell you that. Yeah, they're like, I don't know. King well, Arthur. Maybe it's good that he got kicked off Star Trek then, or whatever happened to him on Star Trek. We were watching Plinkett did. Is uh, he on Star Trek? Wasn't he? Uh, oh, wait a minute. I may have that wrong. Star Trek Discovery, this new show that's coming out. Who was it that left? Oh, Brian Fuller. Fuller. Brian Fuller. Uh, He's good, though. That's too bad. So. Hey, he may not. Now that American Gods is, is out and it's decent, there's this talk that, that he may be working on a Sandman TV show. Cool. That would be great because Sandman. The reason they can't make it into movies is it doesn't really lend itself very well to movies. Like a TV show, but a TV show would be great because American Gods is the same kind of weirdness, and they're making it work in a TV show. That's awesome. We were watching Plinkett did a 
Force Awakens review, which was like ninety five percent talking about the old the prequels. The, still, yeah. how much he hated them. I saw that. Continue to hate them. One thing that he brought up that I thought was funny is he's showing that footage of George Lucas and George Lucas's desk. He has like fifty Cliff's notes bookended, and he's like, "See, like, don't give me that ring theory." When this yeah. guy is stealing ideas from Some books he hasn't genius. even read. Refre- a Hamlet refresher. <laughs> he just goes in and looks at <laughs> That's what I feel like is going on with those. Uh, with he gets those so much crap in there because if you look at like, what I told you about, like those the same weird 20-year-olds that think Marvel movies are bad. If you look at those things or anybody trashes or says, yeah, the prequel. Anybody over 30 talks about the prequels like yeah it sucks yeah. <laughs> you know, but if you look at the comments like the prequels are wonderful you guys because everybody those people are, are but five it's a very, it's they a very clear divide because i'm over 30 and i have a couple of friends who i'm just I'm not, and i have a couple of friends who are just under 30 and they love the prequels and i'm like how how did this happen i'm not that much older than you guys but you know well it's I, right I that it's passing born right, past 1990 it's the time in your, of your life that you see it it's like you know, you have to but be at the right. If you're 99, you're nine when you see yeah. it. Makes perfect like, oh, sense. So he bad. says, like, don't don't listen to these articles though. Look at the free market. Like, how many Jar Jar dolls do you see out there? Like, there's every other thing is a Darth Vader thing or a Yoda thing or something from the original trilogy. They don't put out anything from the prequels in the merchandising, and there's a reason for that. No matter whether or not people like them or not, obviously they're not as embraced. <laughs> I still can't. I can't watch that moment. It, they did because last the weekend, you know, the Star Wars day. So on the on like TNT, they showed Star Wars all weekend or something. So we're just watching a moment of like Phantom Menace or something this weekend. And I can't after reading your article, John. I can't watch that moment where Darth Maul shows up to fight him without just laughing. Because your point is that <laughs> you pointed out that he opens the door and they pull out their lightsabers and he's just like, let's just fight. It's like, they don't know, but just tries to go, hello, sir. Yeah. Like, what do you need? Who are you? <laughs> they just go at it without saying, and if you watch it now, I can't not think about that and I laugh every they time. Have like, no that is hilarious. Who he is. No, and their yeah. whole purpose is finding out who his boss is and they don't ask him a single question. I guess they figure he's wearing they black. They immediately attack him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the like, person they were actually trying to protect is like, I don't know, just go hide in that dangerous yes. machinery over there. Sit Do in that, that I don't know. Where it's <laughs> safe. He doesn't even ask what's her name to guard him. You know, he's like, yeah, just who cares? Care we got, we're gonna off. fight. We don't get to fight. Should one of us stay with Ever. the kid and the other one fight? Nah. No, both of us here. He'll be fine. That would be too dramatic. Actually, that's actually would be better in as a scene. You know, he has to go. I'm sure he won't launch himself into outer space while we're gone. <laughs> but then you can't have Anakin doing whoopee and all that stuff in the air. Man, that movie destroyed that kid's life. Yeah. This so is horrible. pod racing. Yeah, exactly. Don't say it's fine. That kid was destroyed. Yeah, but it is so crazy that in your younger generation you do see that all the time. You'll see little think pieces like, "Wow, the prequels aren't that bad." I was like, "Yeah, I get it." Like some of the world building of vehicles and there's creativity and stuff is like, but you cannot tell me the moment of a humanity of like Force Awakens is, is like anywhere close to how bad those. In the context <laughs> of the story, the larger story they have now crafted, yeah, that has retconned the prequels into being acceptable. But don't tell me you're going right. to sit down and watch those movies for fun. All right? That's what, yeah, we can accept that they're part of the Star Wars universe and move on, but you're not going to sit down and watch the prequel trilogy for fun. They never had, see, the problem is they didn't have to live through, like, okay, The Phantom Menace. I don't know how, I was younger. I was in 15 or 16 when I came out. They watched it and I'm like, yeah. I kind of like it. It's like, that was cool. It's like Star Wars, right? And then 
it, you know, after the weeks and stuff after it starts to become a thing. But nobody had to live through that as a Star Wars fan. Of no, like the second and third was like, all right, let's give this another try. Yeah. Yoda's got a lightsaber. I don't know if any watched it. By the third one, it's like, please just yeah. not be horrible. I just want to watch this and not I, be I embarrassed. I can't watch the last one. <laughs> I can watch... Uh, like, you know the, the third one uh, and the second one has great moments but the stuff between Anakin and hers is horrible oh, it's, so, so it's so forced <laughs> and, it's, you know, just, it's just forced I told you that when they interviewed him when he came to the celebration they interviewed him on the stage they asked him because he was I felt good for him because I felt bad because he felt so timid I was like all right, it's alright dude everybody likes you he's fine but he, <laughs> then they asked him like what do you think about sand oh my god <laughs> <laughs> And he gave that whole speech. He like he knew like he had a good sense of humor about it. So I'm like, okay, this is fine. Yeah, we're glad it didn't ruin okay. his life too. Well, I don't know. Have the you seen him in a movie is, <laughs> lately? Well, it didn't well, make him a better a... actor. He's okay, but yeah, he was not a bad actor, but he wasn't a breakout. Well, it's funny how a lot of the other people came away from that movie unscathed. Like the famous actors who were in it, who just were like, nah. <laughs> just put in. Well, they were big enough before. But that. it almost I destroyed mean, they... Natalie Portman. Like, yeah, she, she had was, to yeah. beg somebody. Like, I can't remember who, was who it? it was. She uh, had to beg somebody that she knew who was famous. Mike Nichols, I think, was, knew her, and he. Yeah. I think he was the one Give advocated for her, her to get her into a movie because people were like, they, they're like, oh really? She was in the movie jail after Phantom Menace. Oh man. They yes, for a long time. Actor she, yeah, she could not get bad. a movie. She wasn't. Well, but movies. she was in. But it was those little things like Garden State was a tiny little movie in its inception. It came became bigger, but that's one of those things that made her bigger. But that was like an independent yeah. little tiny movie. Well, back. I remember in like Wars. Your Highness. I was like, that was that's so odd to see Natalie Portman in a movie <laughs> like Your Highness. <laughs> but I give her credit for that. I love that movie. I do too. And then she won an Academy Award, right? For Your Highness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for that. It's like we want to give it to you. We're saying it's Black Swan, but we're just gonna. It's like the last Lord of the Rings got <laughs> kind the of our, awards. Kind of our apology <laughs> to you for you know the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about all that. Yeah. We realized it was worse for you than it was for us. <laughs> we should have been more accepting. So anyway, Star Wars Eight. Did you like the trailer? Uh, yeah, I mean, it didn't provide a whole lot of information. Uh, it didn't show much. Yeah, yeah. so it. But I like the, the I like the idea that, that they're building. I think it provided a lot of information where they're going. Well, it, it definitely oh, it definitely looks like they're going down a dark path. You know, so you know, there's I think there's a fifty fifty. I don't believe necessarily as dark as that they're applying though. I I do like this idea. I'm telling you, in Cloud City, we're going to have to cover this kind of stuff because there's a whole bunch of mythology that I, I think... You haven't put that episode out yet. <laughs> no, i gotta, I got to go ahead and cut those up because that's going to be a two-parter, too. We talked for like over two hours on those. Damn it. And then after I got a hold of Sean, I had to correct him on a lot of what he said to you, Andrew. Got my mind blown. <laughs> some stuff. Hey, I remember that episode. But, Wait, no, I don't because I wasn't in it. So there might well, have to be a follow-up. I do listen. <laughs> it could be all right now. <laughs> Tell me for sure if you know whether or not that episode's out. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> no, that's a lot of fighting today. On the show. Yeah, we've been. It's been a while since we've all gotten together, so we're working through it. A lot of nervous energy. A lot of palpable tension. So it's like the last one you last, Lynn, did last you one like you the Star Wars trailer? Like summer previews, which yeah, which apparently yeah, I, I didn't mind it. I like the idea that they might be doing something different with the idea of uh, the duality of good versus evil. That was what I was interested in. Hearing Mark Hamill yeah, speak—that's pretty awesome. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about that. I mean, we're not giving that its due. Just seeing him as Luke Skywalker again is going to be fun. How often do we get to see this in that... movies, though, to actually watch a character go from a youth to the, the age and see what ravages the adventures wreak on them? Like, I think that's actually a fascinating right. idea. it's very cool. It'd be interesting to see him as a better actor now, yeah. too. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Not that he was bad. It was just he was so young. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, bad. Yeah, that's in what I'm saying. Movie, he wasn't bad at all. And it worked. But he's done a lot of different movies. interesting kind of roles, you know, with his. Voice yeah, there's work always going to be a, a note of bittersweetness over this movie, though, because of the whole Carrie Fisher thing. Oh, it's terrible. In yeah. the. Yes. In the um, online, the YouTube uh, criticism that we saw, the people were saying that they really hated the idea that The Force Awakens was a soft reboot. Did that bother any of you guys? Nope. Well, they weren't yeah, wrong. I mean, if that's what you mean. Well, why would we you? Well, about... I don't know why you'd hate the idea. It was it was a fairly good movie that stood on its own. It there was a I lot think of. We, we got into that. I mean, it's been so long since I've had a good Star Wars movie. I kind of think there are places where it was too far, but not enough to to hurt my enjoyment of the movie. Yeah, the Death Star thing is the only thing that actually really yeah, is the, annoying to me. That's the one they could lose, and I'd be completely fine. That, and that's just because the third act comes out of nowhere. The whole rest of the story they're building to disappears, so they can do. But it was, also stupid, and, it was also Cloud stupid. The last Cloud City episode. It was also the stupid. The last Cloud City episode well, came so. out on January fifteenth. <laughs> Thank you, Google. How did you like that episode, Greg? <laughs> what? What did you say? I said, just give us a, a brief run through of what you enjoyed about that episode. About the, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm in that one. <laughs> well. Question stands. <laughs> I don't think they could have done anything but a soft reboot. I it think was it was a so... perfect idea. Well, yeah, I... nobody understands that that his like the what he had to do, like what was on the plate for JJ Abrams to do. They were like, oh, she was like this. It's like he actually create. They don't understand that having characters and dialogue and human moments that are just just like actually strike like hitting lightning in a bottle twice like that is amazing what happened is he made it feel what like they star wars label it, as. it was a good movie that worked and i enjoyed it that's all i care about yeah, it, but not it, only that but fun. he was working from a deficit people were actively angry about this right. whole yeah. thing and you're you know like when you're making yeah. it's like ben affleck saying you can't make a batman fan happy it's almost the same thing True. with a Star Wars fan. It's like you. Well, they kind of proved it because he's like he'd made this amazing thing. Yeah, it's not perfect in its plot. And they go, crap, right. complete utter mm-hmm. Disney. The worst thing you've ever crap. seen. Yeah. They yeah. ruined Star Wars. <laughs> you I was like, you guys just childhood. proved the point <laughs> again. Yeah. Again, yeah, and and so it's it's almost might be time for your childhood to grow. It's up. It's almost more incredible in some ways than than the first one that he made so many people happy. And satisfied right. with this movie because it was almost well, impossible. Created, well, and, and they created, also used and cast all these new characters it, that are going to be so great. And everybody's looking forward to now. And he made it yeah. look like Star Wars, but under the surface of all those characters, there's something new and different. Kylo Ren looks like Darth Vader, but, but the he's layers totally underneath, not. he's totally different. And it's really he's he's that, anytime driver. you hear people oh, criticize, that's, oh, that's the weak driver. point for me. I don't, I don't find Kylo Ren <laughs> interesting at all. He seems like a baby. Oh, I was about to say, you, you well, said Greg, that. Well, Greg, you're totally wrong. That's where we split our britches, sir. Yeah. Good day, sir. I said good day, sir. <laughs> yeah, because anytime I hear that criticism, it's like, I wish we, he's not, he, he's supposed to be as badass. He's not a badass. He's, I was like, no, but he's so much more solar because he's a wannabe. But he stopped and he, the that's laser. That's why he's like a petulant kind of person. He stopped the laser. That's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's got, well, I, but he's you know got what I mean, though. And stuff. He's just so 
like weaselly and it's 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 not that's the it, point me, though that's not, literally the not point there. the character but the actor adam driver this seems you know he's uh, not the seasoned villain that vader is he is the beginning of a villain that's why he's interesting. He's the most He's the Hayden Christensen. I'm interested to see if he ends up being a villain. I don't know if he's going to well, go. See, I don't think he will be. I actually think this whole yin-yang thing, this balance of the force thing, mm-hmm. we're either going to see him come around and Ray saves him, or there's this chance that Ray may sort of go towards the dark side, and it'll be Kylo who has to bring her back. That to me would be a really interesting. Yeah, thing. but that would be pretty gutsy of them to do something like that because everybody's already so in love with Ray. Or just or well, Luke I don't, and I don't think or just Luke and him are a villain at it, and she's the one that to have them both teeter and because if it's yin yang, then they save each other. The balance is is everything brought together. It's like you don't take the good people and make them bad, and the bad people make them good. It's that you embrace both sides of your character, both aspects. They're necessary. They keep talking about balance. I mean, that has to be well, some, system, to some degree the story they're building to. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I but think... they keep I think saying the, that. They're reading the Journal of the Wills in the damn trailer. I think... Balance I, and Great Jedis and all that kind of stuff, that's got to be what they're headed towards. Yeah, that's obviously... Because she says, I see light, I see dark... And he says she says balance, and he's like, it's so there's so much more. That's what and he, he says, says during the, the trailer. And he says the Jedi must end. He's not yeah. saying the they must the die. He's the only Jedi left. Yeah. Not he's not, I'm going to kill myself. He's saying we need to find a different way about it. Yeah, we need right. to get rid of that that dogma that destroyed us yeah. all. That there's dark and there's light. Because That's a really the, powerful message. Because the whole point yeah. of it, if you think what we talked about last, if it's a trilogy, the first one's about the Jedi being in power and how the woes of that. And the other ones are about the Empire or the dark side being in power and the woes of that. And this is about the last trilogy should be about coming together. Well, I, I do, I do think that's going to be his arc. Is he's going to be the, you know, the wise old Jedi, for lack of a better word, who is. I yeah, would love but, that. But he's discovered that the true faith is not really where you need to be. It's you know, it's um, or the or what's considered the true faith. Well, bringing um, balance to the force isn't necessarily yeah. the goodies winning. What are you winning? Yeah, because because that's yeah, what the Jedi in the, the prequels thought of. Another one grew up. Like we, when the Jedi supposedly ruled the galaxy, every that's when the Empire happened. There were no Siths. There was one Sith in that whole situation. So we can't say that the Jedi taking over was good for the galaxy. And supposedly, when the Sith ruled, then everything was bad. And having in the absence of both, well, guess what? Galaxy's still at war for no reason. Like so, it doesn't seem like Sis or Jedi are the answer. Just exacerbate the problem. <laughs> well, peace. That's I need what, a third that's party. The one thing that they really need to get at is like, how do we make peace? Like that, it does make that scene in in Episode One kind of tragic because they never think about even engaging when they say, "There's a Sith. We need to go kill him." It's like you've never seen one. You said there's a, a thousand been a years. In a thousand yeah. years. You also said Yoda, Yoda hasn't seen one. Yoda's nine hundred years old, and they say specifically, "You are the oldest and wisest of the Jedi." So Yoda has never seen a Sith. No living Jedi has, but they just assume they're bad and must be fought without ever even talking to them. That's wild. That makes Episode One, in its own sense, a little profound when you just see how misguided they are. The lack of purpose and direction in that movie is actually kind of a perfect metaphor for the universe in which it takes place. 
I bought the Rogue One DVD uh, Blu-ray. <laughs> I did too. I got the Target exclusive one with the big unnecessary box. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did that I with that a. Shit. I did that with Star Trek Beyond, and it was essentially an empty box with a uh, <laughs> with a little, you know, a couple of little plastic ships in it. But this had a bunch of bonus stuff. But I don't, we didn't even watch it, did we? I don't think so. Norm- normally, I watch all that kind of stuff. The bonus, I love great. commentaries. Do commentaries are my favorite bit to have as bonus. That's what the reason why I get DVDs. Yeah, I just I feel like I still need to have the physical media, but I usually watch the stuff streaming. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. I like to have it, but but yeah, it's so much easier when the stuff is. Available. We can't rely on things like Netflix. They keep swapping out shows. I always think I shouldn't buy that. I got it on Netflix, and then it's gone. Gone. Well, that's what that's what happens to me. Where I'm like, why buy those? Like every season of Clone Wars is on Netflix, and they're like, well, Netflix, it's leaving Netflix. It's like, ah, damn it. No, well, it's not. Never mind. Oh <laughs> god, now I bought this box set for no reason. It's like you guys are playing with my emotions. I I did finish Clone Wars just recently. Mm-hmm. I did. We were just talking about that last story, the one where Yoda talks to Qui Gon's ghost and has the trials on the weird planet yeah. and stuff. That's sort of where I think they're headed with this. Gray Jedi things, different concept of, of Jedi. That's neat. That's a wild story. Well, that, that Jedi would be, the gray. That would be interesting. If, I am I mean, Jedi Chris, the white. I mean, it's, it's sort I of. I am really like, a rainbow colored I mean, Jedi. We kind of know that Luke can communicate with Yoda and Obi Wan, and apparently Anakin, um, even though they're dead. That's where all the the varying theories yeah, yeah. come so, from. We. D- we did a whole um, bunch of, of we we look back to that. There's all of the Jedi uh, learn artificial techniques to bring themselves back, which apparently includes Qui Gon, including Qui Gon. Because only says, one I can't Jedi manifest because my training was in ever who has ever actually brought back without any training or knowledge of this technique by the Force itself, and that's the o- it's the only hero of Star Wars. And that's Darth Vader. So we're assuming because that we don't watch him train for it that it doesn't happen? Like that the Emperor doesn't teach him some sort of technique? Well, we, well No, we, Darth Vader is actually so shown if you watch, not knowing what happens when Obi-Wan yeah, disappears like, under his at his robe, like, like maybe he shrunk him. Where? Like, where'd he go? <laughs> like, what are you looking for? It's like the whole body disappeared. <laughs> but yeah, maybe Darth Vader has no knowledge him. of this. He's the only one who's actually just brought back by the Force. And they go out of their way in the Clone Wars story and in Revenge of Sith to say that this is something that Qui-Gon specifically knows and specifically and teaches an artificial to technique and Yoda. that was taught to Qui-Gon and Yoda by some dead aliens during the Clone Wars, and if we don't Anakin, know who they are. If Anakin's able to do it, there's no explanation as to why, but we know he does, at least in the last scene of Return of the Jedi. And that's because he's the chosen one, and um, he uses the dark side of the force, which is another name for the living force and not the cosmic force, which the dark side of the force is attuned to the living force, which is the good side or the better side of the force. Yeah, that's the whole big thing I wanted to address in their next episode, Andrew, because yeah, I don't agree with the the Darth Vader being the only hero. He is the hero, and if if Luke had fulfilled his destiny and joined with Darth Vader, uh, and had Luke and Darth Vader overturned Palpatine, they would have brought order and balance to the galaxy the way that they were supposed to, being the chosen avatars of the Living Force. Neat idea. 
That's nice, it's, sweetie. I like. <laughs> well, it's a neat idea if yeah. you think about it, because then it has Luke. But then, I think he didn't do that. The, one of the arguments of Ray is that she was created just like Anakin. So they're like, "Hey, yeah. try this again now." They're like, "We'll we give you another super powerful." <laughs> I'll just let do well last time, but we'll... and the yeah. the entire time the Jedi were always like a death cult. They were always attuned to the cosmic side of the Force. They were constantly lying to lie, to Luke about what happened to his father. They were constantly lying to Luke about everything he was supposed to do. Con- they they well, kidnapped children. They ripped them away from their families. Uh, told them not to be attached to other human beings. They were constantly anti. Well, that's why I like that. I like that theory of that um, that Luke would go this way in this new movie with the balancing, just because he wasn't. I like the thing that Sean wrote about about that he was trained by Yoda, and the way Yoda got trained him was not in the traditional way. It's after he had crossed over to this new idea of what a Jedi is. Well, like, that's why it makes thing, thing. The thing that we know as being a Jedi is not the real Jedi way. Well, that's why it makes no sense that Yoda would have come back as some sort of bodhisattva, is what uh, Sean said. And continue right. to hold to the exact same teachings he held to during life. Right. Because well, he changes the end of the Clone Wars. That's the kind of interesting about thing about that. Like, he learns this well, other have, it's like, oh. Well, you have to remember about that the Bodhisattva concept, as it applies to Obi-Wan and Yoda both, is that they do transcend. That's why you see their bodies disappearing. But they're not that mythic hero in the sense that they don't go to the other side and come back with that knowledge. They never completely cross over. The whole thing, what that that cosmic hero, his whole journey is eventually sacrifices his own life, actually does cross all the way over and comes back to the mortal world with that information to help mankind. They're about halfway because they get stuck in that halfway point. They, they remain don't get to stuck advise. because they actually use an artificial technique that they've been taught. And not only that, but when they come back, they continue to lie. They continue to use They're the false lying. teachings of the Jedi. What I'm saying is they haven't gotten they any greater wisdom. They lied to specifically. Well, Obi-Wan lied to Luke before he died. And he lied to him after he died. In a certain manner of speaking. <laughs> in a, exactly. In a do. certain point of view. Exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they still had the same personalities. They didn't cross over, but they remained behind to help, and they did help. No, they they remained behind to continue their egotistical <laughs> dogma. She's political, like the Jedi must end. You're right. Political, uh, <laughs> but I don't think they political were, war, which was to end the Sith. I think the statement there, though, is just they weren't able to get past that. They weren't okay. intentionally hanging on to it. Well, that's your argument. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, to me, it does come down to the difference between who is a ghost and whose body actually physically disappears because it's not the same thing. Like, they do achieve a higher form of transcendence. That's why they accept their fate and they just disappear from the mortal world. But they don't cross over. They stu- they're they stuck in the living force. I would like to see whatever happens. I, they have to... I mean, unless you're just like, yeah, that was the last time we saw them. Like, it's a... Yeah, the cool thing is, you know, they, uh, Luke has to address it in this one. Like, what and happened? I'm really to hoping we will you know, because what happened we could to have him? so many fun appearances at this point. You know, they could do anything. Like right. we're arguing Vader about what the physics of it are. I would love he, that. He obviously he appeared at some point to Kylo Ren. Well, someone appeared to Something Kylo Ren pretending to, to yeah. be Vader. We don't well, know. Maybe it was Vader, but could have been. I like this theory that there's a split, that there's a Darth Vader personality and an Anakin. And an Anakin. And that actually kind of makes that sense. wasn't a theory. That was part of the that was part of the production. That was like an actual in the 
Oh, and, I hope they, they did that in the old comic one. books, Sean. Remember that? That they uh, they had a couple no. of issues in the comic where Luke was being vexed by, you know, Force Ghost Darth Vader. And uh, oh, I do remember that. That was near. That was closer to yeah. The end. And uh, you know, you know, Obi Wan had to come back and sort of you know help him deal with it because it was mainly more of a psychological thing than anything. But but uh. Anyway, I digress. It's an old idea, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Digressions in this show, I Greg, how do you? <laughs> in this episode on Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Don't get me started. There was actually a storyline before it was revealed that he was his father where he actually did, like Luke went into a Jedi coma and Vader was like attacking him in his dreams mm-hmm. and stuff and... Obi-Wan's ghost did come back and help him. I don't know that I have been so excited about anything ever as I am excited about Star Wars right now. I don't think I was excited as this excited about Star Wars in 1979. Well, of course not. Now we're like grown-ups and we have all these like ideas. And and I'm going to have like the Black Series Kylo Ren. And then I'm going to get the Black Series Vader when that comes out. And they're going to make a... what, a Funko She's Thrawn? got a oh Jeep. It looks like a Darth Vader helmet. I that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yeah, going to get exactly. the Vader helmet on the back. I can't. I just can't wait. Yeah, it goes on it's, forever. It's fun. And it's like we said, you know, if the prequels are your bag, great, because they're there. So no, enjoy them. No, if they're not them. your bag, you. then you there's suck. so much other fun stuff going on. Just ignore them. If you don't like them, just move past it. We don't have to strike them down and I mock over. you. <laughs> yeah. I mock you. If you, you. like... Stupid things. It must be fun. I'm get a bumper sticker like that says, garbage. "You were born between the years of this and this, and like the prequels." Trash panda fanboys. <laughs> Trash panda. If you like dumpster fires, you that's like good. They're walk. easy to make. You suck. But yeah, it's exciting, and it and the fun stuff is like I didn't think anything about Clone Wars when it came out because it was right around the prequels, and I was like, I'm tired of all that. But then later on, you go back, and Clone Wars has a lot of fun stuff in it. In the context of what we're doing now, like we're not stuck in the prequel era, it's fun to go back to that. Now, I don't, I don't think I'd ever sit down and watch the prequels for fun, but the Clone Wars, to me, redeems the whole concept of that time period. Those are fun. You can watch that show. And that is more than I can say for the movies themselves. What do you like better, Clone Wars or Rebels? Rebels. I like the animation in Clone Wars better, but I like the story. And I really hope the thing they're doing after that is like we talked about doing a, a series right after Jedi, and it's just Luke and Han and Leia. Oh my god, that'd, that'd be, be so awesome! Oh, they won't do that. That'd be great. They don't even all have to do. You the think they would? Yeah, they would. Their their transition the the new Battlefront game takes place right after that. They're transitioning to that time period now. Who's got the new Battlefront? Who's got the um the expansion? Uh, from the last Battlefront. Yeah. I had the last one. I haven't played them like in a year and a half since it came yeah, out. Oh, sure they, they've like got a new one. expansion out. What? I mean, it was a cool. I mean, cool game. Well, the game's not like the old Battlefronts. It yeah, looked amazing, I mean, though. I liked the the Star Wars yeah, of it. But uh, but it, as far it as like cool. you know, depth of I mean, definitely no story. It was all just fighting, yeah. wrecking stuff. But they've got the new expansion out where they've got the um, Force Awakens characters. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. I read about that because people kept saying you can see what. Kylo and Rey are going to look like in the next oh, movie. Yeah. Well, that was from the new one that, where they, they're putting out pre-orders for the oh, new one that comes okay. out in September or okay. November. 
but they show like you get right. these the because they yeah. to the new battlefront that takes place it has it's across all eras you know it has darth maul and ray in there at the uh, same time okay. but they said you get these two you get i don't know some skins or something for those two characters but they show them in their new costumes or if you pre-order yeah or something like that i'm gonna pre-order I'm not sure. You have to look it up. I'm gonna pre-order that. Right her, her costume just looks like a Jedi costume now. Like it's, she just had got you know more stuff on. That's the first thing. Everybody's all about the but arm wraps. Sex. Both her and him both have these arm wraps. They look pretty cool. But... Like keep you and his hair's cut. Yeah, yeah but what no about the now. helmet? I'm very sad about the hair being cut. We can say Rooks is vindicated when he's like, what? He just well, left his helmet what on about that the planet. That was like, the first get question. Get another helmet, Brooks. Like, <laughs> Getting out no. of the theater. Guess you won that argument, Brooks. He's like, Helmet's no, gone. that was my favorite helmet. They even showed it in the trailer. Like, see, it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> no helmet this time. Damn you, Brooks. <laughs> Don't put Brooks' logic into this. <laughs> I'm, that was fun I'm running a Star Wars role playing game now. You saw y'all. Yeah, oh, that's fun. Like the old on the computer. No, no. Is it the D20 version? Uh, yeah, it's the D20, uh, the D20 uh, Saga edition. Uh, it's not the one that there's being the, the new. It's not the new one. Uh, oh really? I didn't know there's another. Yeah, new one. there's a new one that's got like you have to have like proprietary dice and cards and things like that to to play it. And oh, I was like. Well. You mean, yeah. you mean no around it's Disney? You mean around it's open source gaming? There's something different about the die. What's that? What's what's different about the die? Why oh, do they well, need to have different I mean, dice? They're, they're pretty much um, six sided dice, but they all have they have symbols on them. They don't you don't you're not calculating numbers. You're it's it. That's yeah, marketing. it's like you know. It, I mean, uh, like Chillis, who's probably our 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 most role playing game knowledgeable friend uh, likes it but i i just didn't get into it and i don't like the way they broke up the books either they've made it to where they don't do it by time period they do it by location and whether or not you want to play four sensitive characters or not it's like they have a whole source book uh for sources of, oh, Lord. they know what yeah they're, they're, doing. they're making it to where you had to spend a lot of money you, you know I got the old West End books if you just want to go. Oh, old school, yeah, I still got those too. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I'm using the D20 and uh, it's pretty good. It's, uh, um, you know, the, my my characters are clone troopers who are, they don't know it yet, but they're about to go through Order 66, but not get the, uh, not get the message. So I hope they see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Probably, but yeah. So, the, but they've they've got a character, they got a Jedi that they're, you know, that they're with right now. That, you know, they're going to have to end up protecting from other Jedi. I mean, from uh, other cool. troopers. So you know that kind of thing. Who are your players? Are you players? Well, a couple of guys from work, and well, actually, four people from work. That's, That's pretty cool. But it's kind of neat like to get back in the world and not like just stuff. you know, kind of write some scenarios and stuff it's been kind of fun to mm -hmm. to do that again yeah like we did 20 yeah years ago. that's why i told these guys that well one of the uh guys that are playing is playing this adventure kind of got me got the bug gave me the bug back by running a D, &D game and uh yeah so i decided to to do star wars so I still miss my 
my old character. I like the character. Yeah, I remember your character. He's like a kind of a gambler kind of guy and uh, chillest. Mm-hmm. He was like Kenny a Rogers. <laughs> no, he was more like a Bith, like the Cantina band guys, but he was yeah. a gambler. And Chillis was my was my droid, so I would bet him if things got if the stakes got high enough. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Video games. That's how I won my my ship, the beginner's luck. That's a good title. <laughs> yeah, good name. But, uh, oh, cool. Yeah. All right then, everyone. All right. Oh, well, cool. well, next time you do shows, send me a note. Let me know. Well, why? Just so you can put us off to, until tomorrow and then gonna... turn up anyway? I'm sorry. I know it's you know. It's... And not have watched the what movie. What we want to try to do and is try to find a fixed night every other week and do a TV eight dinner. I think yeah, yeah that'd like be that. cool. That'd... And we'll just pick a yeah, night. Probably we'll just do, do that it now. And whoever's able available to do it. Just pick like a Tuesday night and just say, hey, every other right. week, every other. And Tuesday. that way we won't really have to plan it we just that way also who can get on can get on and who's like i can't make you guys do it yeah. that works for me it's easier I mean, the, to just uh because tentatively that means like this next the tuesday after next will be our next <laughs> time so yeah and there should be some movies by then well that sounds like a plan let's, let's go ahead and, and do that stuff cool, cool. all right <laughs> well, all right I guess I, I don't know if we're even still it's hard to say if we're still doing the show anymore <laughs> like, but I guess I'll outro oh. yeah outro. oh yeah thank you for letting like, me I thought you meant like doing guys. the show like doing the show we're not doing I think the we did an anymore. episode of Cloud City episode, while we were in the middle of a Guardians of the Galaxy episode now now we can start recording <laughs> Kabuki <laughs> oh now you're Kabuki Greg <laughs> are we starting again this is uh, the TV ate my dinner ring theory. Yeah. Sean, did you see the Dark Tower trailer? Loops, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's a cycle. He steps in the tower, it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. What is it? The man in black moved across the desert and the gun string, the gunslinger followed. Yeah. That's like the last line of the book. Yeah. Let's buy it. Exactly. That, that, he did it right, aside from some silliness in the middle. That was that's a lot of payoff right there. Thirty years of writing that. Yeah, that's how cool. you pay off something that's esoteric. Like that. That's how you make something work. That's anyway. You can listen to other episodes of TV at my dinner at tvamadinner dot com. You can follow us on Facebook and like us on Twitter and do- doink us on the Dweebler. Dweebler. Us on the Google. Dweebler. Doink 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 doink. <laughs> that's the sound effect it makes. <laughs> Doink, 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 double doink. <laughs> the Dweebler. Don't an doink anything else. <laughs> yeah. It's to become a five doink show. Lock it in and you rip the also- knob off. <laughs> I love saying that. Listen to our Star Wars podcast, Cloud City After Dark, at cloudcitysocial.club. You can also follow the associated blog at expandinguniverse.club. Man, I need to write all these down. Written entertainments. <laughs> yeah, well. Or, yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen to the episode. <laughs> That's what he's yeah. talking about. We say it every time. I think you need to, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, consolidate your brand <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I don't think there's any we, when we find on one the that internet. Works, Dweebler.com should redirect yeah, us. Don't get us. Or I'm... And go daddy for nothing. 
I don't see any dweebler.com. Just put dweebler.com in there. To I did. You put dweebler. You Google it. Dweebler.com. Google Go. I'm behind I got to redirect it. I got to the TV at my dinner. Oh, I found it. I'm sorry. Okay, good. I'm like, I'm paying those guys for nothing. <laughs> all right, then. So there's all that and so much more coming your way. Until we meet again, my name is Sean. I'm Greg. And Megan. <laughs> I'm Andrew. Hey. And I'm Lynn. Always <laughs> a Charlie Fox ride. <laughs> Love you, Greg. Love you guys. Good to talk to you again. It's uh, been a while. Talk to you guys next time. Yeah. Okay. Dog crazy. Dog.